Welcome to Finance to Futurist, a side trade podcast series on how innovation, data and AI are disrupting order to cash. Hi, this is Natalie Silverman for Side Trade. Welcome to Finance to Futurist. On today's episode, we're uncovering what keeps a CFO up at night from supply chain fragility to risk. Is digital transformation just a buzzword? And why being a data-driven CFO is now more important than ever? Please welcome Sidetrade's AVP of Presales UK, Naomi Smith. Good morning, Naomi, and thanks for sitting down for Finance to Futurist. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Love chatting with new people, so I know this is your first time on the podcast, so maybe you could give our listeners a little bit more about yourself, your background, and how you came to Sidetrade. Yeah, of course. So always been in fintech, always been hugely interested in tech as well. Started from being a kid with my brother, me and him, like, you know, experiencing the internet for the first time together and stuff like that. Uh, and then going into businesses around tech, so being like first line support. My degree was in uh, information systems as well. So I did a little bit of coding. And I think then my interest was really like how people interact with tech. So that was where it really sort of, sort of began for me. And the, the finance part of tech, I guess the job that I went into, first of all, was around direct debits in the UK. So that was all about collecting cash from individuals via direct debit and then from there it's kind of evolved into b2b transactions um was with a number of companies that got bought by bigger companies so experienced acquisitions and all of that so yeah it's been an interesting journey to get to side trade but i'm very happy to be here Oh, well, we're happy to have you and excited to talk to you more. And we're going to focus today's episode on the CFO. Mm -hmm. And I know, you know, your role here at Sidetrade being in pre-sales as a solutions consultant, you're seeing a lot about the CFO. You you really hear what keeps them up at night. Mm -hmm. So my first question would be, what keeps them up at night? What's, you know, what's driving them and what's out there that maybe they're challenged with today? So controversially, I don't think that's ever really changed. I think a CFO is constantly trying to balance cash. So I don't want too much cash. I don't want too little cash. And I need to make sure I'm making my cash work for me. Of course, if they're keeping hold of their cash, then that's getting less and less valuable. So they've got to be making sure that their cash is working correct for their business. So my answer would be cash. But then, of course, you know, we need to think about tech. How can tech help them with that? And that's by giving them insights into that cash a little bit more. That's a great segue. So I know technology is a big part of your background. So maybe for the CFO that's not as tech savvy or or is just finding out how technology can help optimize their role or help really enable them, what would you say to them when it comes to maybe they're doing more manual processes today or the finance team is is doing more manual things Mm -hmm. with Excel? How would you help them evolve a little bit in their role or how would you help them leverage technology? So I think... Although I don't think their problems have changed, I think their role has changed. So if I think back to the first business that I was in, I literally have no idea who the CFO was. And again, into the next business, no idea who the CFO was. And they're kind of this person that, you know, they're doing a good job because you never really hear from them. When you, you do, then you know they're not doing a good job. So I think the role is changing the fact that they are becoming more into the rest of the business. So they're getting involved with the rest of the business. Suddenly we're aware of the CFO's goals within a business. We know what they're trying to achieve and how they're trying to achieve it. And they're building the importance of what they're trying to achieve into other roles, such as sales, such as marketing. 
And so suddenly we become aware of this figure and we're like, oh, actually, we understand why they need cash and how they're keeping this business going. So they're becoming more visible. They're less like back office person. They're more like, hey, guys, this is what I'm trying to achieve. And I need your help from a sales point of view, from a marketing point of view, etc. So to be able to share that kind of drive to the rest of the business, they need the tools to share it. So they need to be able to give it to people to visualize who perhaps don't really understand, you know, why cash is important. So for them to be able to use tools to visualize their objectives, then makes it transferable to people that perhaps don't understand what a CFO role is. How about data? Mm -hmm. So I know we talk a lot about technology, but without data, technology really doesn't do much for the CFO. So Mm -hmm. tell me, I guess, What does it mean to be a data-driven CFO today? So I guess a data-driven CFO is someone who is able to go and look at, hmm, the purchase orders don't look so great for this time. So I'm going to throttle back my marketing, for example. So that for me is definitely a data-driven CFO. And to be able to do that, you know, I say it really like it's simple. It's not. It involves a lot of data segregation. It involves being able to leverage data and also to be able to predict from data. And to be able to do that, of course, you need historic data, you need context. And to be able to do that, you need some good tech, right? Absolutely. Okay, we talk about a data lake here at SideTrade. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, a data lake can be scary. And it, it can sound a little techy mm-hmm. to maybe people that aren't as familiar with what that means. So, yeah. so I'd ask you, if you were talking to a CFO right now, How do you pitch to them the idea of a data lake and how does that help them do their job day to day? Okay, so really interesting stuff. So I always start with something that people are going to understand. So a data lake is basically a repository somewhere you keep data. So what do people know where we keep data is a database. We can all relate to a database when some are databases, right? So a data lake can hold a database but it can also hold unformatted data. So if we think about a database, we enter a value into a certain field, it goes into that database and it means this. A data lake has less rules around how you put the data in there. It's also able to take data from the web. So scraping from websites, it's able to collect behavioral data and interaction data and metadata. And it's kind of like loads and loads of data altogether. But with that and that unstructured approach to the data, there's so much context. So therefore, what does that give us? It's able to drive an AI, artificial intelligence, to be able to then understand exactly what is the meaning behind that data. So if we think about when we've used data unsuccessfully in the past from a global point of view, so if we think about COVID and we think about the war in Ukraine, they use modeling to make decisions on both of those things. And They weren't so accurate, if we remember. And then we look at the likes of Google, who launched their Palm, and they start to talk about what their Palm ability is doing. And that is their AI, who is actually able to understand when a human is being facetious, sarcastic. So you can imagine, you know, and you can see how data can sometimes be great and sometimes not. But where the data lake, where you've got that context, you're able to get to the more palm levels and maybe the modeling that tells you that things that aren't going to happen. With all of my podcast guests, I always throw a curveball question because again, this is finance to futurist. And so is digital transformation just a buzzword or do you think it's really something that the CFOs are focused on? 
So <laughs> digital transformation for me uh, can mean absolutely anything from turning letters into emails, for example. So if we think about it from, you know, right from when it first started, when, when we started to, rather than phone calls, send text messages, that's a digital transformation. So it's very, very broad. So if I talk about digital transformation, I'd prefer to be more specific around it because I think it can be a very broad term. So rather than using that term digital transformation, it would be more uh, specific in the areas of digital transformation. That's fair. And you're right. You know what? It's from an analog to digital, right? And some people, like you said, are still using Excel, bless them. And so even just doing something automated in terms of workflows, right? Mm -hmm. Or going all the way to artificial intelligence and machine learning and some of those other buzzwords that Mm -hmm. we're not going to talk about today, but you're right. Well, tell me this. You know, we just mentioned that you were at ICTF in Portugal. Mm -hmm. What were some of the takeaways that you had after listening to some of the presentations there and talking to CFOs? So I think the key takeaway was concerns around supply chain. So for those industries that require the supply chain, there are some genuine concerns around that, and that's where their focus should be. And then secondly, of course, risk impacts that we're experiencing. Everybody is worried about financial health of businesses that they're doing business with and keeping themselves afloat as well. So to start with, it would be the supply chain issues and ensuring that you're able to supply your customers with whatever you're supplying them. And then secondly, would be the risk of perhaps credits, terms, credit limits and stuff like that as well. Thanks, Naomi, for your insights into the future of finance. For Sidetrade, this is Natalie Silverman. This has been another episode of Finance to Futurist, a side trade podcast series. Make sure you catch every episode by subscribing to our podcast on sidetrade.com or through your podcast platform of choice. Thanks so much for tuning in. This podcast is brought to you by Sidetrade and is for general information purposes only. All rights reserved.